time is arguably the most precious commodity we have as human beings. However, sometimes you probably feel like 24 hours is simply just not enough, especially if you're the entrepreneur. From sales calls, meetings, and returning emails, life can get very frustrating real fast. Maybe we can't expand the 24-hour clock or travel back in time because we haven't figured out that science yet. But I think with a little planning and a change in perspective, we can at least get you your sanity back. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life. Let's begin. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother... Hey, Startup Nation. Do you enjoy the startup life? Now you can let the world know with gear from the show. Choose from the label yourself, make your own luck, and making money t-shirts to tell your story of your path of entrepreneurship. Click the link in the show notes to purchase. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. Today, we're gonna talk about reclaiming your time. Look, this life of entrepreneurship is one of those things where you have a whole lot of tasks and a whole lot of goals you're trying to meet, and they can really eat up time. So we're going to talk about some ways to kind of get some of that time back, if you will. So in the first segment, we'll talk about the benefits of time management. Look, you think a day planner or a calendar is just one of those things where it's just there to be there. But I can guarantee you they're extremely helpful. We'll talk about that. In the next segment, we'll talk about one of the things that entrepreneurs sacrifice most, which is sleep. And I'm going to tell you in that segment that that's not a good look, Startup Nation. After the break, we'll talk about some of the things that you can do to save some more time. Uh, you don't want to miss that one. And lastly, Startup Nation, you know how you have some of those people who ask a billion questions, but they never buy the product or close the service and that meeting or whatever just kind of drag on. We're going to talk about some ways to kind of circumvent that process. And Startup Nation, before I go on with today's episode, I just want to apologize. I'm so sorry. I've been missing you. I know you've been missing me. And more importantly, you've been missing some great and valuable content. It's just that the company has been growing. Oh my goodness. The company Owls has been growing and we've just been really busy. But I don't want you to think that I forgot about you. I can never forget about you, Startup Nation. So forgive me, you know, for uh, not having some episodes on a timely manner. And we're going to try to do better about that. But just know that I didn't forget about you. Okay, so Startup Nation, I hope you're ready to receive great value today and let's take flight. Startup Nation, on this life and this path of entrepreneurship, one of the last things you want is more stress. Look, starting a business and starting a company or, you know, pursuing a dream, wherever the case may be, is stressful enough. And so one of the benefits to time management is that it allows you to have less stress, lowers those cortisol levels. It allows you to focus more on the task than why you have to do the task or the task itself. A lot of times, especially for me and probably you, Startup Nation, that you know you have things on your calendar and so you're mentally thinking about those things on your calendar even though you're not physically preparing for them. And a lot of times people who aren't entrepreneurs don't understand that, but you understand exactly what I'm talking about. So one of the benefits to having that calendar is to 
you know, put things on your calendar, put things in your day planner, allows you to have less stress in your life. Because the thing is, is that what you should do is that once you have it on the calendar, just take it day by day. But look, I get it. It's down the pipeline and you're worried about it. Is that any other? But you can only do so much in a day. So take it day by day and you'll get to that part when you get to it. Okay. And you'll, and we know you'll do the best you can. So just remember that time management is really important to having less stress. Also, when you manage your time uh, wisely, you get more done. You really do. When you plan out your calendar, you plan out your day, you plan out your week, your month, your year, or whatever the case may be, you actually do get more done because it's one of those things where when you don't put it in a calendar, you don't put it in a day planner, all the things that you have to do, like it's in your head, you know you have to do it, but A for starters, you can forget about them because life gets busy, especially as an entrepreneur, but also is one of those things where everybody loves benchmarks and everybody likes to see all their tasks in a certain place because it allows you to know like on this date, I have to have this done on this date, I have to get this done. And so once you know that you have to have this done by three o'clock on a Tuesday and you know, have a general idea of how much time that you have uh, to have that done, that allows you to understand that you have you know, this block of time to do other things and this block of time to do those other things on the other side of the thing you have to do. And so when you have that planner or that calendar in place, you actually do allow yourself to get actually more work done. I know it takes a lot of planning on the front end, but believe it or not, you do your work on the front end, it frees up time on the back end. I know it sounds cliche. I know it sounds corny. But that is the honest to God truth. It really does work that way. Another thing, Startup Nation, is that when you have that time management piece in place, it allows you to do less rework. You'll be more organized. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll cut down on mistakes because a lot of times, you know, when you don't have it in a calendar um, and, and you're rushing to do certain things, you make mistakes and it's one of those things where you want to get it done right the first time because that's saving you time on the back end. OK, so make sure we have a calendar. Make sure we have a planner. Make sure we cut down on those mistakes. Right. Because the thing is, when you're rushing. Right. You have like certain details are missed. Certain items or instructions are not followed and they allow for extra work. And when you're an entrepreneur and you got other clients in and out the door, that's the last thing you want to have is extra work. That's more work for you. That's less time in trying to service another customer. And more importantly, that's more stress on you. And you don't want to really have that startup nation. And that leads me to my next point. Another thing that allows you to do when you don't have less reworking, you have those time management pieces in place. It allows for more free time and wasted time. OK, look, that could be those times you're going and refilling an order or redoing some of those mistakes. That's time you could actually either be working on another customer or or taking a five minute breather. OK, every once in a while, start managing, you got to unplug from the business. OK, you just have to. And so when you have that time management piece in place, you can allow for those small pockets. I know they're small. I, I get it. You can allow for those small pockets of just free time to just breathe or to take a bite or to take a, a quick stroll outside to kind of just clear your mind or whatever the case may be. Right. So that's another thing you want to be mindful of. Also, Startup Nation, when you have that time management piece in place and one of the benefits is you have more opportunities. So let's say you got that, you know, you got your planner in place. You got that client taken care of. You met that two o'clock Tuesday deadline. 
now you can spend that time that you're not wasting or that you're not, you know, or that, you you know, just the free time that you have. You can now go use that time for more opportunities. Maybe we can go do some sales calls. Maybe we go knock on a few doors. Maybe we go do some canvassing, if you will. So now this allows you the time to go and do that. It allows them more opportunities, more scalability for the company. And also, Startup Nation, when you have that time management piece, it actually enhances your reputation. Look, I know a lot of my colleagues that I work with in nonprofits and other businesses, they ask me to come speak at this event, do this event or wherever the case may be, right? And I understand that, you know, a lot of times I ask them a whole bunch of questions on the front end, right? And the reason I ask them a whole bunch of questions is because I want it to be good. If they're asking me to do something, I want it to be good. And my reputation has preceded me and they know it's going to be good. And so I ask those questions like, how many people are going to be there? Is there going to be technology? You know, uh, what's the age range? What's the demographic or whatever the case may be, right? So the reason they're asking me to speak at their event or to moderate a panel or whatever the case may be is because I've had this reputation of making sure that I do everything right. And so I go into a lot of planning, a lot of researching or whatever the case may be, not just researching, you know, whatever the topic may be. But if it's like a panel discussion, I research the people that's on the panel because I want to set them up for success to make them look good and not just make myself look good. And so when you have that time management piece in place, people know that people can tell like, okay, if I call Dominic and if I call Kenda, I know it's going to be good. If I call them, I know, you know, there's going to be value involved. I know people are going to get something out of it. And I know that it's going to be done right. And so when you have that in place, it not only that reputation, not only precedes you, but also boosts your reputation know your reputation as well and allows for more opportunities down the line there could be somebody in that audience who's from a fortune 500 company who may want you to speak at another time there may be somebody in that audience who wants to do business with you because you kind of explain a little bit about what you do and so they saw how you ran that you know that speaking engagement or that panel discussion or wherever the case may be or or you know or if you're in the food service industry and they saw how everything was laid out or wherever the case may be when you have that piece in place, people see that. And it's like, you know what? If they're running this small function with ease and credibility or whatever the case may be, this must be something that they do in other facets of their business, of their life, or whatever the case may be. And when they need something, Startup Nation, who do you think they're going to call? They're not going to call the person who's all over the place and, and flailing. No, 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 no. They're going to call you. And so that's all one of those things where I know time management seems like a very small piece to the entrepreneur from time to time, but it really can open a lot of doors as well because it really can boost your reputation. And lastly, Startup Nation, before we move on, it allows you to do less effort. Look, it's one of those things where, look, I like basketball, okay? And so when I was younger, I can, you know, run fast, get past, you know, past people on the dribble, where the case may be. But as I've gotten older, Startup Nation, I got to do my old man game. And so, but what that allows me to do is to have less effort to do what I need to do. And that's what happens when you have that time management piece in place, Startup Nation, in your business. It allows you to do some of the same things that you've been doing over and over again to do it with less effort because you already know not only how it's supposed to go, but what the you know desired outcome will be 99% of the time. And so, you know, when you use your, as I say, old man game, it allows for more comfortability, more ease to do the job 
at hand. Because the thing is, one of the most popular misconceptions about, you know, uh, time management is that it takes uh, extra effort to have a time management piece. And that's simply not true. It's one of those things where it's like riding a bike. The more and more you do it, the more and more, you know, uh, comfortable you get with it. Like when you're riding a bike and you're wobbling and this, that, and the other, you know, you fall off a few times and then maybe you don't fall off, but you're still wobbling. And then you get the hang of, and then all of a sudden you popping wheelies and jumping over, you know, um, shopping carts. I'm talking about the shopping carts because I know that from experience, but that's neither here nor there, Startup Nation. But anyway, you do things with less effort when you have the time management piece in place. So remember that, entrepreneurs. Remember that, Startup Nation. Time management is essential to the entrepreneur. And so when you think about having, you know, doing things with less effort that causes less stress, which leads to more opportunities and leads to a higher reputation, which ultimately can lead to more doors. And it's all a simple thing of having great time management in your company and in your business and your life as an entrepreneur. Startup Nation, one of the things that unfortunately many entrepreneurs try to skip on or not value as much is sleep. And the reason I think that is, is because when we hear about you know, your successful entrepreneurs like, you know, your Jack Dorsey's or your Elon Musk, where they get up at like four o'clock in the morning and like run 500 miles on a treadmill. And then they get to their office at like eight o'clock or whatever. And a lot of people feel like, you know, in order to be successful, that's what you have to do. And I get it right. For starters, let me just say this. Exercise is very important to the entrepreneur because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of the company. You can't take care of the people and the assets in the company. So let me just be clear about that. Exercise is extremely important. However, what I believe is that if you exercise at 4 a.m. or at 4 p.m., I think the desired result is the same. Now, granted, you want to, you know, a lot of people say exercise in the morning to get and get that early win. But you know, which is fine. But like, if you're not an early morning exercise person, don't force yourself to be that person. Like, you know, work within your realm of how you of your level of comfortability, because the thing is, Startup Nation, you have 24 hours and it's up to you to use those 24 hours however you see fit. So I think a lot of times people are, you know, shy away from, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, like, why are you sleeping? I don't know what sleep is. Sleep, I'll sleep when I'm dead or whatever the case may be. It's because, you know, I think people have this misconception about business and, you know, not going to sleep because you have entrepreneurs out there like team, no sleep, team, no days off, team, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead or whatever the case may be. Startup Nation, sleep is important. Sleep is extremely important. And I'm going to tell you why now. Don't don't let people feel you in your head talking about sleep isn't that important. You know when it really is. Startup Nation. One of the top reasons why you should get sleep and that you should not listen to those no days off team sleep people is because when you recharge your batteries and you go to sleep, it it enhances your learning and memory. And so when you're an entrepreneur and you have so many things to juggle, right? You know, sleep comes in handy to recharging and, you know, and recharging those brain cells. And so the learning piece is so important because when you're an entrepreneur, you're always in a content in a continuous state of learning. Professional development is everything we say to people and young people we mentor all the time that learning is an activity that never stops. And so when you sleep, it helps the brain commit to new information to memory. OK, so if you've read that book. 
you know, to help you with sales or whatever the case may be. And but you don't really take the time to go to sleep. Believe it or not, some of the things you read in that book, you're going to lose because that sleep deprivation is going to add up. And, you know, I'm sorry, but like it could be the critical thing that you forget that could have closed the biggest deal in your company. And you may have to wait for that opportunity to come back around all because you didn't get the proper sleep. So that's the first thing you need to know as to why getting sleep is so important. That learning, that continuous activity, you know, needs to recharge every once in a while in your brain. And so, look, plain and simple, you just got to go to sleep. You got to get some rest. I'm sorry. Another thing, Startup Nation, is that like, look, I, and I said it earlier and I said it in previous episodes, is that if you don't take care of you, you can't take care of the company. And so another one of those benefits to sleep is the fact that, you know, it helps with weight and metabolism. When you eat and you, and then you go to sleep, the, while you're sleeping, you're not only recharging your brain, you're kind of restarting your digestive system for the next day because your body is sleeping. It's breaking down some of the stuff that you ate over the day. Right. So like if you ever notice, like you'll eat throughout the day and you weigh yourself and you get those full eight to 10 hours of sleep and you go and weigh yourself, you know, after you use the restroom, of course, uh, you go and weigh yourself, you know, uh, when you wake up in the morning, you'll see that like some of the, uh, the, the, like maybe one or two pounds will go away. Right. Now, granted, that doesn't mean you have actually had a net, uh, weight loss. But what I am saying is that is a proof that the, that sleeping breaks down the things that you ate over the over the past day over the past 24 hours if you will right and so when you have that sleep deprivation part in there you know it can lead to chronic weight gain right because like the thing is you're an entrepreneur and you're eating on the go and some of the stuff you're eating probably isn't the best thing for you right and so when you you know eating those things you probably shouldn't be eating on a regular basis and you don't get that proper sleep, you're just compounding the problem. And so remember, Startup Nation, you got to get that sleep. You got to get that sleep. You got to, you know, take a rest, recharge. I, you know, I take mid-morning naps. My wife takes mid-morning naps whenever we get the chance to because, like, sleep is super important. We maximize our 24 hours. Now, granted, we may, you know, go to sleep at 11, wake up at 5, do some work, go to sleep at like 10 or 11 o'clock, wait back up at one or two, go pick Zoya from work, no, from school, she, <laughs> not work, but we go pick Zoya from school and then tackle it, you know, for the rest of the day until maybe, you know, nine, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock. Like I said, it's all about the 24 hours. You don't have to get up and have that, you know, that, you know, run 300 miles on a treadmill every morning because not everybody's geared to do that. But as long as you get that exercise and you get that sleep in there, that's all that really matters. OK, now, granted, you want to have some type of schedule, if you will, but just make sure that the schedule works with you and your lifestyle. OK, because some of you have kids and you know how some of you know how some people and their kids, they get on your nerves. OK, and so sometimes you won't be able to do it that much. Right. So get it in where you can. OK, Startup Nation. But. Once again, to go back to the original point, sleep is super important to, you know, managing weight gain and your metabolism as well. Also, Startup Nation, you know, safety is an issue when you don't get enough sleep. For those of you who have like a big warehouse or if you're an Uber driver, shout out to my Uber and Lyft drivers out there. 
uh, and that's something as your path of entrepreneurship partakes in, then you you really got to get sleep because the thing is, you're not only putting yourself in danger, you're putting other people in danger. I mean, think about it. how many times you've been on YouTube or Facebook and you've seen them videos of those people in those warehouses that tear down the entire racks or shelves of product, right? You're talking about like, you know, like, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars of, of beer or gummy worms or wherever the case may be that they're keeping up there, right? I bet you some of those people didn't get enough sleep. And so when you're the head of a company and you're running your own business or whatever the case may be, and you don't get that sleep, you know, depending on what you do, you could quite possibly be putting people in danger. Sleep debt is a real issue. And just because you get six hours one day and six hours another day, and you know they tell you to get eight hours a day, You've now ran, and if you're supposed to get eight hours a day, you have a sleep debt of what? Four hours. And so like any other debt, you got to pay that back. So remember that safety is also an issue when you don't get enough sleep. Another thing in Startup Nation, when you talk about sleep deprivation, is mood. Okay, one of the biggest things that I see when I go to companies and try to help them with their companies, whatever the case may be, is customer service. And a lot of times the customer service is an issue because of mood. It could be quite possible that the mood is attributed to irritability. Right. And that impatience and that inability to concentrate. Right. So when you get, you know, uh, have a sleep dead or you get a, a, a bad night, you know, uh, worth of sleep that can contribute to a terrible move, which can contribute to, and it trickles down to your employees. If you have them and ultimately triggers down to the customers. And the thing is with a lot of customers, you got one shot, you got one shot startup nation to make a really good impression. If, if you didn't get enough sleep that, you know, the night before, or if you're running, you know, a sleep dead over the past couple of weeks, that customer is going to see it. That customer is going to feel it. And you're going to get a real bad Yelp review all because you didn't get sleep. And that's a problem. Another thing, Startup Nation, is, you know, and this is my last point before we go to break. Another thing is your cardiovascular health. And I know I'm talking about sleep, but it's because it's really important. And you may be wondering why, how is it important to reclaiming your time? Well, the thing is, I mentioned a lot of things like learning and memory, metabolism, this, that, and the other. But it also attributes to cardiovascular health as well. As a person who is a disabled veteran who, you know, due to a heart issue, this hits home for me. So I have to get a lot of sleep myself. And so when we talk about reclaiming your time, it may not be necessarily reclaiming your time in the present. It could be reclaiming your time on the back end. Because if you run years and years of a sleep debt, you're shaving off years and years of your actual life. And that's a problem. Okay, so when people have serious sleep disorders, it's been linked to hypertension and increased stress and, you know, an irregular heartbeat. Okay, that's a problem. Because once again, if you don't take if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of the company. You can't take care of the company. You're not taking care of the people that work for you in the company and they can't take care of the people in their family. So I know things like sleep seems like a small thing and it only affects you, but that's not entirely true. Look, being an entrepreneur is stressful enough. Do not add to that stress 
without, you know, not getting proper sleep. Because it's now, like I said, it's not only affecting you, it's not only affecting the people in your company, it's also affecting your family as well because you're already stressed out because invoices aren't paid and, you know, you know, Sally Sue isn't coming to work on time on a consistent basis. And so you're stressed out about that already. And now you add sleep deprivation and a sleep debt to it. And now, you know, you're starting to take it out on your kids and on your spouse, whatever the case may be. And that's a no-no startup nation. So one of the most important things to reclaim your time is to get that sleep and get that sleep debt, you know, situation resolved. So all right, startup nation, we're going to take, go ahead and take a quick break. I hope you're getting great value from reclaiming your time. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson and you're listening to The Startup Life. Our teacher looking for great resources look no further than our teaching with owls section of our website enjoy great lessons such as our mini lesson for the story of an hour or dive into the nixon presidency as part of our legacy series enjoy great peace of mind from our units as they are common core aligned click the link in the show notes to purchase all right startup nation so let's continue so in the first segment just to recap we talked about the benefits of time management and why they're so important And then we talked about in the second segment why that whole team no sleep notion is ridiculous. Get you some sleep startup nation. So we talked about the benefits of uh, getting some sleep and what could happen adversely when it comes to sleep debt and sleep deprivation. And so next I want to talk about is, you know, ways to save more time. You're always looking for that extra 30 minutes, that extra hour, if you will. So I'm going to try to see if I can help you out with that. The first thing you want to consider is to do strategic planning. You know, think ahead of ahead of the game or backwards planning, if you will. The thing is, look, I get it. It may cause it may be less work not to do strategic planning, but future you would thank present you. I, I guarantee you, because the thing is, when you plan from behind or do backwards planning, if you will, you think about the desired outcome. You think about the potential pitfalls. You think about what at its optimum level what the ultimate goal is supposed to look like. And so when you do that strategic planning and you try to account for all the variables that may go around your goal or your plan, it really can benefit you long term, you know, and and feel free to bring in what I like to call a red team. There's like somebody try to poke holes in that strategic plan to make it even more cemented and even more um, thorough as you go about your day. Also monitor your time when you have a task or something, you know, make sure you, you know, set a clock, set a deadline, man. Get that get that clock running on your phone to say, you know, it should have 
no, you should have one hour to do this task. You should have an hour and a half to do that time. And it really does keep you on the ball. Now, if you're one of those people that suffer from anxiety or something like that, do not do this, okay? Because I understand that how like it can get you nervous and your stress levels go up. Don't do that. But for some of you who don't really have an issue with anxiety, anxiety, monitor your time, and that's okay. Tom Peters says, who's a business guru, what gets measured gets done. And that is so true. If you understand how long it takes you to do something and you understand the metrics of all, it will get done. Plain and simple. So remember that Startup Nation. Also Startup Nation, prioritize your day. Understand what's important, what's not as important and what's less important. And some of the things like, hey, unfortunately, hey, what can we maybe pawn off of the next day? Think about your time sensitive goals, right? So, for example, if you have that three o'clock deadline or whatever the case may be, that's a time sensitive goal. But if you know overall you need to do some work to reorganize your desktop because you have a, 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 a messy desktop like yours truly, then that's something that's not necessarily time sensitive. And that's OK. Just be mindful that, look, you know, you got to organize that desktop eventually, but it's not necessarily something you have to do today. However, that sales call with that new potential client with a government for a government contract, that's time sensitive. So you may want to put some of your most of your resources into that and make sure you get that done right, Startup Nation. Also, time your phone calls. And we're going to get into this a little bit more, so I don't want to delve into it. A lot of times, look, some people will get on your nerves. They want to, you know, they talk business and they start talking about other stuff, which is fine. If you want to talk about some of the other stuff. That's cool because the thing is some of the other stuff like bowling or kids or family or vacations or whatever the case may be, that's fine because you're what you're doing is you're, you're further building rapport with the person on the other end of the phone. And that's OK, but you don't want to do it too much startup nation because after a while you're just dra you're dragging. You got other stuff to do and they're just wasting your time. And so be mindful of that. Time your phone calls. Also, you know, make a to-do list. You know, like I said, we talked about a little bit. Have those 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 benchmarks and those check marks in place. Okay. Remember that. Get a good night's rest. I don't have to repeat that. I, I think I've, you know, since I've done a whole segment on that, I don't know to beat that dead horse, but I will repeat it again because it is so important. Get a good night's rest. That's super important to, you know, your sleep debt and your sleep deprivation. Because lack of rest equals lack of focus and lack of focus equals lack of sales or scalability in the company or whatever the case may be. So make sure you get a good night's rest started, Mason. Also, and this is something I do all the time. Trust me. Let's say you got a networking event, right? And I mentioned this in becoming a networking guru. Let's say you got a networking event and they got food. Don't eat dinner. Just eat dinner at the networking event. Even if they got like finger foods. Look, I'm not saying be the greedy monster. But what I am saying is that, like, get your feel, like make that dinner. But at the same time, do your networking, get your business cards in order, you know, make some connections, build some relationships, reestablish some relationships, because you're probably going to run into people that, you know, you already know at the networking event. But make those social events part of your meals, because if you're doing that, now you're killing two birds with one stone. You're not, you know, making a meal and then going to a social event network or you know like i say all the time look if you ain't got no money just go to a networking event just go to a networking event there is a networking event nine times out of ten in your town at least once a day that has some type of food element to it and you don't have to pay nothing in because now granted you know what you're spending is your time listening to a sales pitch but you know you can just say no and keep the food and keep on moving okay i'm not saying be a jerk 
of a guess. But what I am saying is that, you know, you can say no to a sales pitch and they're just happy that people are there because they're trying to fill a room anyway. So you actually are benefit them, benefiting them, even if you say no to the sales pitch. Another thing is automation, uh, you know, choose your companions carefully and wisely. You know, some people are going to talk your head off. You know, some people are not engaged in the life that you are as an entrepreneur. And the thing is, other entrepreneurs understand that your time is precious. Your time is important because time is one of those things that like, even if you do have 80 second thousand seconds in a day, they ain't no rollover seconds. This ain't AT&T or Verizon. There ain't nothing rolling over. Once those seconds are gone, they are gone. So you need to be mindful that when you establish relationships and new friendships and professional relationships, that you're around people who understand that, or at least around enough people who understand that, because they will steal your time. They they will be time suckers if they don't. And a lot of times, unfortunately, and I know it's going to sound bad, a lot of times our friends and family are time suckers because they don't understand that, like, you know, your time is important. They think that just because you control your own hours and you control your own schedule that you can do whatever the hell you want. And that's simply not true because you still have to work. Even though my work schedule doesn't look like yours, and true enough, I can stay in the office at 10, 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. But, you know, at the same time, I still have work to do because if, if I stop working, this company doesn't move forward. Now, unless your company is large enough, you can do that. But for many of you out there on uh, Startup Nation, uh, if you're if you stop working, your, your company doesn't move forward. And that's a big no, no. And lastly, Startup Nation, you know, give yourself. 30 minutes dedicated each day. Look, once again, you can give that time to yourself. You can give that time to family, give that time to your spouse or whatever the case may be. But 30 day, 30 minutes, maybe even an hour, depending on your work schedule. Give yourself some time to yourself each day to decompress, to unwind. No work, no returning emails, no any of that. You know, you can catch a 30 minute show on your favorite you know, television program or Watch 30 minutes of a game or watch, you know, play video games for 30 minutes. Whatever you want to do for that 30 minutes, do that. Because, like I said, sometimes you need in-game timeouts. Sometimes you got to call that, you know, that, you know, if you watch basketball, it's the NBA playoffs. Forgive me, so I'm kind of in basketball mode. So you, you give yourself that 20-second 20, that 20 timeout motion, you know. But re- remember that. Like, you got to decompress within the day because, like, look, this life can get stressful. This life can get kind of hard and tedious. And every once in a while, you need an in-game reset. And that's okay. Sometimes you can't wait to take, you know, to, to go to sleep at night and then get your rest in. Sometimes you got to take that in-game, okay? So those are some of the ways that you can save some of your time. Because the thing is, if you take that 30 minutes and you, you use it wisely and decompress, that you're not stressed out over the other time. And so when you're stressed out in the time you should be working and you're not focused on the work, you're actually wasting time at that moment, but just because you didn't take the 30 minutes to decompress. So take the 30 minutes to de- decompress so you won't be wasting time being stressed when it actually is time to work. And lastly, Startup Nation, before we cut out for today, look, you know how you get those customers or potential customers, air quotes, and you know they have like a million and one questions, but they don't want to buy nothing. And after a while, like you, you want to ask it all the questions, but after a while, like you need to like, move this right along approach, I'm going to give you some scenarios to kind of prepare for those type of things. Because like I said, those are some of those time suckers. Unfortunately, I know 
calling a customer a time sucker or a potential customer a time sucker is bad, but I'm sorry. It's just the truth. Sometimes they will steal some of your time. So let's see if we can kind of, you know, uh, set some ground rules so we can kind of manage that part of reclaiming our time a little bit. The first thing you want to do when you have like a meeting or even a sales call, wherever the case may be, is to come prepared. Come prepared with, you know, uh, uh, some talking points, some conversation points. So that way the, the tone is already set, right? Because the thing is, if you set the rules ahead of time and you set that expectation ahead of time, you box that person in and not to just go off on a wild tangent, right? It's like a fence, right? You come prepared and you set those boundaries or whatever the case may be. It's like a fence. And so that customer isn't allowed to go outside of the fence with like this random question and this random comment and this, you know, random story or wherever the case may be. So when you come prepared and you set those boundaries, okay, that allows for the customer to stay within that box, to stay within that fence and not go on some wild, boisterous tangent that you really don't have time to hear. Another thing, Startup Nation, you know, trust your gut. If you feel like, you know, Based on the initial conversation before you have the actual meeting that, you know, no, this customer may not be ready to buy or ready to pay or whatever the case may be. Go with that because nine times out of 10, you're probably right. There's usually some type of red flag that lets you know that this customer isn't probably as serious as you may think. One of those red flags may be the fact that they keep pushing the meeting date back and back and back. They may not be ready. And when you do get them on the phone, they're kind of all over the place. Another red flag to look for is when they ask, are there special, if they constantly ask, are there special discounts? Are there special deals or specials? Whatever the case may be, you can do. That's because you know, nine times out of 10, that customer doesn't want to really pay the full price. Now, in this scenario, you can go one of two ways. You can, you know, you know just make sure you set the uh, expectation ahead of time. We talked about that. You can also say the price is the price. There's a tactful way to do that. But, you know, let's not do that too much because the thing is like, look, the price is the price. I get that. And you want to be paid for your time. However, you know, every once in a while, you may want to consider some type of special discount, or special deal. Not too much because you got to remember just because it, you know, it's costing that person a few minutes of their time to pay for that thing. It may have cost you six weeks of your time to create that product and you should be compensated for such. OK, so be mindful of that, you know. Uh, you know, maybe give them a special discount. Maybe not. Maybe you want to like, look, the price is the price. This is what it is now. Or you could say, look, this is the price. This is what you'll get. Now, if you want to pay a lower price, that's fine. But these are some of the things I'm going to take away. OK, so you take away some of that value when you're talking about, you know, somebody who maybe not want to, you know, pay the original price. But go with your gut. You can kind of tell who a potential buyer or a motivated buyer or who probably isn't. Be mindful of that. Also, Startup Nation, make sure you clarify the responsibilities on each end. Clarify the responsibilities on your end and clarify the responsibilities on their end because when you put those responsibilities on your customer and on yourself, that's one of those things that, once again, it sets the clear priority and it sets the clear expectation. If the customer understands that it is their job to not only pay for your product or service on hand, but it's also for them to, you know, make sure they do these instructions the right way or they prepare this way in order to get the maximum uh 
out of their product or service, that's also putting that expectation on them as well. So they're a little bit more invested and you can tell that they're not going to take up too much of your time because if they're motivated, they're not going to take up a lot of your time. They're really going to work with you to try to get this transaction done as fast as possible because they need what exactly you're offering. Another thing, Startup Nation, is that, look, if, if they're always, you know, you you they ask you a question and there's and you address that question with the issue and they bring up another question. So what if this and what if that and what if this and what if that? Like that's one of those trust your gut issues as well. And nine times out of 10, you know, this isn't the right customer for your company or your product or service. And in a situation like that, you know, because by this time, the meeting is really dragging on and you're kind of tired of it. You got to move on to other stuff at this time. Like, look, Mr. Customer, you know, I appreciate you thinking about our product or service, you know, for, you know, for whatever it is that you need it for. Um, you know, I, I'll leave you with some literature. You know, I, I do have, no, you probably don't want to say you do have other customers or clients or whatever, but you do want to let them know, like, look, I've answered all your questions. There's not really anything else I can do for you at this time. I'll give you this literature. Why did you think about it? And then we'll move forward. And so it's one of those things where, you know, after a while, sometimes with certain people, you just got to cut it off. There's been plenty of times where I'll, I'll have a, a, a customer or a client that we're working with and they have those all those you know millions of questions or whatever. And I'll just like, you know, look, I got a hard 1030. I got to be out of here. So, you know, here's the literature. Here's my car. If you have any other questions, let me know. Send me an email, wherever the case may be. And so that's one of those things that kind of cut it off. Uh, as well, when you have a customer just kind of dragging on a meeting, they just want to just really suck up a lot of your time. And the thing is, Startup Nation, they don't mean any harm. They, they, I really think they do mean well. It, it's just one of those things where they don't speak the language of entrepreneurship. And so they don't really understand how important and precious your time is. Because like I said, time you can't get back. But there are tactful ways to really cut off a meeting when it's really dragging like that. So here's my final take. To me, in my opinion, time is the most precious asset you have as an entrepreneur and as a human being because you can't get that back. And you're going to have a lot of variables to where, unfortunately, life happens and they're going to they're going to consume time and they're going to consume resources that, you know, unfortunately, you can't get back. But when you think about, you know, that sleep part, like I said, it's not reclaiming time in the present it's reclaiming your time on the back end of your life. So that way you have a little bit more you know, hours to your life. It's been studies shown that people who didn't get enough sleep through, you know, the course of their life lost like one and a half to two years off of their life just because not getting enough sleep. And then also when you think about the benefits of time management, why it's important to do that strategic planning that can really be the 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 X factor to you beating your competition, because maybe your focus is on is on par and maybe your execution is on par because you got that good night's rest and your competition was working on four hours rest. You just never know. And so saving your time, uh, you know, and ways to save your time is extremely important. You know, if you want to be radical and do something that we did, we had two cars. We got rid of one car. We decided that we didn't need, you know, two cars. And so we use Uber to do what we need to do. Not only does that save us money for not having a car, that also saves us time because we can do work while we're driving to our destination, responding to emails, sending out emails, creating a custom invoice so we can get paid on time, paying an invoice that we need to pay in order to get a service so that we can scale our company. 
And so all of these things are just super important when we're thinking about managing our time and saving our time and treating our time as a precious commodity. And I believe that if remember all these things and do some of the tactics that we talked about in this episode, you will be able to reclaim your time. So that's going to do it for this episode of The Startup Life. I hope you really got value out of this episode. Look, time is precious, people. Startup Nation, time is precious. It's one of those things where you can't get it back. You can't roll over the time. There are no rollover minutes. They're just not. But it's one of those things where if you value your time, you will force other people to value your time as well. If you want to let us know what you think about the show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life Podcast Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a new way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is here in the show notes. To subscribe to the show, as it can now be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and SoundCloud. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you find our content valuable, please give us a five-star rating as it will help us climb the charts and help more people find our show. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life.